Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money-saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Carriker and Smallman. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. The Blues Booth is brought to you by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors. Boardwalk has three convenient locations, Manchester, Crestwood, or St. Peter. Or visit online at boardwalkhardwood.com. The St. Louis Blues have played 21 games. They're already beyond the quarter pole of the 21-22 season. They play the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight here on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and into the Blues booth with Darren Pang, analyst for Bally Sports on Blues Broadcast. Panger, good morning. How are you doing? Yeah, good morning, Randy Michelle. I'm doing uh, I'm doing real well. Um, obviously looking forward. To, this kind of matchup tonight is a, is a fun one, you know. The, I mean, Tampa Bay. Let's face it; they're they're just a fun team to watch. They they bring out the best in you, and and uh, I think for the Blues, they've got to feel pretty well, pretty good after you know trailing them the last game and then coming back the way that they came back against uh, against Columbus. Well, Panger, what do the Blues need to do to have success against the Lightning? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think you know, number one, I think the Blues can do themselves a favor by starting games on time. You know, I think it's kind of been documented now that uh, things had to be said after that first period. Well, you, as you said, you're at that quarter pole right now. You know, you shouldn't have to have, whether it's a coach coming in or a leader on the team and, you know, breaking sticks or slamming sticks or getting sour at each other or saying we got to get going. I mean, those those are the kind of things that should be taken care of by now. So I, I would say start, it, start the game on time, Michelle, and start every period on time again and start setting that tone that, you know, especially at, at home, that you're coming into our building and, and uh, it's not going to be an easy run for you. So um, all that being said, you know what? They've, they've kept their head afloat. They've kept it above water. A lot of teams haven't done that when not playing well. So, uh, you know, you got to look at some of the positives, and that is the fact that they're, they're still in a pretty good spot right now, and they haven't nearly played their best hockey. Darren Pang with us on 101 ESPN. And, Panger, you were, you are a goalie. I see the car shield ads. You're a goalie. Uh, so uh, I, I got to ask you about Ville Husso. Has he earned himself more of an opportunity to play? Yeah, I think I think he has. Um, you know, and I think there was a good chance that he was going to go back-to-back last week, uh, except that he had a little, maybe a little fatigue after coming off the COVID list and not playing a lot and uh, winning at home. And then what we went on the road, I think that was Dallas, um, so, but, but yeah, and, and I, I don't think that's an entire indictment on, on, uh, on Jordan. I think Jordan has faced probably more quality chances. I don't know, maybe, maybe because Jordan's been around and he's won that there's a little bit of a safety net. The players have got to tighten it up, I think in front of him a little bit more, but, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's why you battle for the position for if one guy's getting on a roll and, and, uh, clearly Billy Huso is, has got himself on a roll, especially on home ice. Then, uh, you know, my feeling would be that, uh, that you hand, you hand him the ball right now and, and let him run with it a little bit. 
Panger, we talked a lot about the Blues' depth on this team. I just didn't think it was going to be tested so much, especially <laughs> early on, whether it's Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Shen, now David Perron. It just seems like this Blues team cannot catch a break. Yeah, you you are right. I mean, there's probably other teams out there that are, you know, crying the same Blues kind of. But, um, but yeah, they I mean, you know, even Costins, you know, has a good opportunity to, you know, to, to take off and he gets hurt, what, in practice. And then James Neal uh, on IR and, um, but you know, it's it's it, it is something that that I think for for any team out there right now with COVID, it's you don't know about COVID, you don't know about the testing, you don't know about you know obviously when the schedule gets tough, you're going to really you're you're going to really expect the thoroughbreds to get around that track a lot, and that that takes its toll on everybody. So um, so yes, the, it has been challenged and. I mean, the good news is that you're able to call up. You're right. I mean, Tyler Bozak's hardly played this year. He's got lots of hockey left in in, in his tank. And then uh, Dakota Joshua. And we've got a lot of guys in the minors that are playing real well. And now we're going to see Logan Brown. I mean, here's the St. Louis Blues kid that has been kind of begging to get out of Ottawa and to give him a chance. Well, now he's got a golden opportunity here, you know, with the Blues. And and obviously it's very important, like Perunovic, uh, when he got called up, to make a good first impression, to be ready to play the game, to be ready to battle, and uh, and be prepared for this moment so that when you're you know when the puck comes on your stick he's a good he's got a good head on him he can make a play he sees the ice real well uh, but this is a great opportunity for Logan Brown to to make a, a real good statement here. We know that David Perron is a veteran. We know a lot that he brings to this team. But for tactically, what are the Blues missing when David Perron is not on the ice? Well, it, it, tenacity I think might be the best way to describe the way he plays. Um, I, I I've been really impressed with with David's kind of his his commitment to the little things in the game uh the line changes the um you know there's probably a time in his career where he had that puck in the offensive zone and it was a minute and a half and he probably wanted to stay out there and get that next shot and you know now I see a player leading by example and getting the next fresh legs out on the ice and you know that speaks volumes but with the puck it's the tenacity that he has the ability to to get in there on the offensive side of it hold on to pucks uh, be relentless on pucks, and I, I think it's contagious. Whenever I see David Perron, you know, I can feel the bench to my right. If we're at home and I'm between the benches, you can kind of feel the murmuring of, you know, come on, next line up, let's go, let's keep it going, and that's exactly what you want. So besides his goal-scoring ability and his playmaking ability, I, I think the best word I could describe is just his tenacious ability. Panger, if you're a coach, obviously you're taking a look at one game at a time, but if you get up to 5,000 feet and you see – Tampa Bay tonight, then at Tampa, then at Florida, and then Florida here next week to get to 25 games. What do you want to get out of these next four? Um, Realistically speaking. Well, I, I I really believe that your expectations are going in there and getting eight points. I mean, I, I don't think anybody goes into it saying, oh, well, let's split this and, you know, hopefully we get uh, – um, you know, hopefully we, you know, hopefully we win a couple of games. Well, that's not the that's not the attitude these guys have. But you, you have to win the first one to gain momentum. When, if, you know, tonight's game. That's why I say tonight's game is a very very big game. And it seems like the bigger the target, um, the bigger the mission, the better the Blues are. Um, they play. They they've always been that way. You bring in the best team in the league the Blues bring their best game. You bring in the worst team in the league, usually the Blues bring their worst game. And that's just, it's natural to be that way. But I look for the Blues to get into this game tonight against Tampa Bay, take, you know, really take control of how you want to play the game and, 
everything you talk about on the board, everything you work on in practice, it's got your attention the minute that you wake up in the morning, um, unlike other games. So um, you win one, then you win the next one, and then uh, after that, you know, then then you really, truly, you you, you, you you know, then you can figure things out after that. But I think you have to win that first one. All right. Panger, as a golf guy, I got to ask you this question because Tiger Woods is speaking to the media now ahead of his Hero World Challenge. He told Golf Digest that his days as a regular on the PGA Tour are over. And we, I think we can safely and fairly say that a guy like Mario Lemieux is a what-if story. If he hadn't been hurt, hadn't contracted cancer. Same with Joe Montana, who got hurt when he was like 32. Is Tiger to you a what-if? Because he is to me. He's, I don't think that as great as he was that we saw everything that Tiger was capable of because of the injuries. So what if? What if he didn't get hurt? What if he didn't have a bad ACL? Um, what if his personal life, you know, didn't occur? Um, boy, oh boy. Well, I, I think we're seeing more than 18 major wins. You know, I, I truly believe that we're at we're at that 20 mark, and and he would have passed Jack by this particular point. And now it it looks like that's going to be pretty secure. So uh, all I know is when I saw Tiger swinging the club. Uh, a couple of weeks ago when he posted on social media, there was a certain buzz out there that was Ben Hoganish when, you know, when Hogan came out, out of that car crash in the 50s and came back and won uh, majors after that. So um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't write him off just yet, Randy. I, <laughs> I, I, there's something about great greatness. And uh, just when you want to lay them down in the weeds, they, they just pop up and, you know, rear their heads and come up with something special. Yeah, and I, I think most of us are rooting for that, and we, we hope yeah. it happens. Hey, Panger, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Have a good one tonight, and we'll be tuned in on Bally Sports. Yeah, thanks, Randy and Michelle. Uh, you as well. It's going to be on ESPN Plus tonight, oh, by the okay. way. I didn't. I, I wasn't aware of that. See, I, I, my, I just count on you guys. I was with my friend uh, John Butchergrass, who's calling call the game. Uh, we brought him out to grab some chicken parm last night. Um, <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the game. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.